Welcome to Empowered to Love, where faith, boundaries, and healthy relationships intersect for genuine Christ-filled love. I'm Adrian Bender, your guide. In a world of conflicting beliefs and blurred boundaries, we unpack love, life, and relationships through a biblical lens. Our mission, explore loving God, extending that love to others, and cherishing ourselves in the process. Each episode delves into the transformative power of Jesus, offering engaging discussions, practical wisdom, and inspiring insights. Join us to embrace a love rooted in wholeness, a love from a deep relationship with God, and a profound understanding of your identity in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Let's embark on this enlightening journey together, uncovering how faith, growth, and a renewed identity enable us to radiate authentic, empowering love in today's complicated world. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Empowered to Love Today. Happy Thursday. I hope you are all doing well today and are growing in great and amazing ways and overcoming through his love and love for yourself and hopefully to pour all of that out to others around you. Today, we're going to be looking at specifically the quickest way to inner healing. And I think that whenever you were healed by the love of God, what happens inside of you is that you learn to love yourself. And as you learn to love yourself, the chains of addiction, they'll start breaking off your life. Those broken relationships will start to, you'll start to set boundaries. You're going to start to heal. You'll start taking care of yourself in new ways. When you are rock solid in your identity in Christ, there is a confidence that comes that is not like anything else, you know, like it can only be rooted in him as being his kid. And while if you root it in other things, such as a career or sports or the things that you're good at, those can all contribute to your self-esteem and confidence, but all of those things come and go. So it's so important that our true confidence comes from knowing who he is and who we are in light of that. And so if you're struggling in any of these areas of your life and you are looking for inner healing, you are ready to be done with the pain and the cycles and anxiety or the stress or whatever it is that you are really working through right now, I'm going to give you the hidden secret behind really overcoming in a powerful way. And that is going to be, I need some like drum rolls here or something, <laughs> the secret to the quickest route to inner healing is going to be tearing long at the foot of the cross. You're like, girl, what does that mean? That does not mean anything to me to tarry long at the foot of the cross. That sounds real religious or that sounds real something. I know it doesn't sound um, in a way that this is going to be my quickest route for inner healing, but I'm going to break that down for you today and tell you how and why this is going to be the path for you to overcome. Now, there's three things specifically that I wanna share. The first one of those is that when you tarry long at the foot of the cross, what that looks like is you being transparent and real with Jesus. This means you've taken off the mask, all of the parts and pieces of you that think you got it all together, and you are real, and you go to that place where he died for you, where he poured it all out for you, and you give him in exchange for what he has given you, you give him your full 
self. All right. And I will tell you what this looked like for me in my life. I've shared this on some other things, but I haven't shared it on this platform specifically. But for me, I gave my life to the Lord at the age of 12. There's many different seasons between the day I said the sinner's prayer and the day I really gave my heart and my life to Jesus. But I was walking down the road after a season away from the Lord and I had returned and I was so grateful and I was so positive and I was so happy and oh man, I would spend all sorts of time with Jesus. And every time I would sit down at his feet, I would just tell him all my my great and good things and all these things I was happy about. And I was just so positive, like perfectly positive. And the Lord very clearly highlighted to me that yes, I was giving myself that part of myself, the happy, perfectly positive side of myself to him. But I was not being real about the parts of me that were really sad, um, the parts of me that had lots of trauma. I was not very honest about the parts that I might have been really angry or frustrated or scared. Those parts were not the parts that I brought to the foot of the cross. And when the Lord revealed this to me that I'd only given him half of my heart and that was just the sunshiny, happy part, I had not given him the dark, broken, sad parts. Oh my gosh, like I was just blown away. Like I had no clue that I was not truly, fully surrendering my life to the Lord. Even though I had said the sinner's prayer, I was still keeping a big part of myself to myself. And oh, I ran home and I just poured it all out. And I spent a season after that really having the Lord do massive amounts of inner healing by taking certain memories that I had had, um, certain traumas that had happened in my life, certain pain that had happened from relationships that I had been stuffing my entire life. I'd never been real about any of these things. And as I laid them at his feet and I really dwelt upon who he was and I took that time, I was absolutely set free from so many different things from doing that. So I just want to encourage you when I say tarry long at the foot of the cross, I mean, spend some time, some real time giving your whole heart, the dark and the happy parts, and really sharing all of the different parts and pieces of who you are, not just the sunshiny pieces. Because guys, there's going to be fears and anxieties and anger and all of these things. And he wants all of them because he wants to be our healer. He wants to be our comforter. He wants to be our safe place from the storm. When we feel pain, we talked about that last week, when we feel pain, He wants that to be the thing that causes us to run to him. And instead, when we keep those things separate, that is where we get caught up in all of these different stuffed emotions and not being able to connect with other people and a lot of broken ways of relating with people. And it bleeds over if you're married or with your kids. Like This is such a key component of being healed and whole within yourself to be able to then go out and connect in your community and the world around you and to love your neighbor, it is impossible to do that if you have not first fully really let him love you. So quickest way to inner healing, let him love you. And that is hard. That's hard to let him into all of those places, but that is he wants to be your source and he wants you to be dependent upon him in these places And that requires you to be fully transparent about where you are at on a given day. So tarry long at the foot of the cross by pouring out who you are fully to him. The second thing is 
To tarry long at the foot of the cross means that you take some time, like true time out of your life and out of your day. If you really want to do the work of inner healing, that work looks like beholding who he is through not just like you can read a, a scripture. I, I, I'm, I love scripture. I read scripture daily. It's very, very powerful. But when you take different parts of it, like when you really think about the cross and what happened on the cross and how valuable you must have been to him for him to walk through that, not only just like leaving his throne that was perfect and dying on the cross, but to come down into the vulnerability of becoming a baby and then having to go through the journey of being the God of the entire universe and yet having parents teaching him, you know, and he knows like he's the one that created them and yet he is having to be taught by them. The humility, what that did as he walked through and then had to have his entire community in which he was raised when he stepped into his shoes and the mantle in which he was called in his 30s for his entire community to not believe him, not support him, not understand him. You know, it wasn't, the cross was horrific, but it's the culmination from the moment he left his throne to come. It was 33 years of agony before he took his last breath on earth. And it was all like, it was all for you. You know, and I know that like I'm kind of elaborating on all of these things, but when you really spend that kind of time breaking down how much you meant to him, for him to walk through 33 years of betrayal and pain and heartache and suffering and all the things that it is to be human so he could rescue you, so he could spend eternity with you, so he could love on you and heal these broken places and walk with you and talk with you and be reunited with your heart. Like you mattered that much. And when we really get a hold of that, when we really take time contemplating that, when we get a revelation of that and we have it really wreck our hearts, like the powerfulness of his love for me individually that I was worth it to him, you will find that this healing that comes from recognizing these things and spending time dwelling upon it and getting that revelation for yourself, it will change. If you're struggling with depression, it will change things. When you look at the promises of what he stated in the Bible for you and the outcome of this lifetime, the promises of what we get on the other side side after a lifetime of faithfulness to him, like it's worth pure joy. Like your heart responds when you get your head wrapped around the truth of what he did on the cross. It will break off all of the chains of oppression that you encounter. And sometimes this can be a dramatic thing, right? Like you can have like this dramatic revelation. All of a sudden you're free from this thing. But more often than not, what he does is every single day, piece by piece, he takes one line, one part, one piece of his truth, and he draws us in and he starts to just not dramatically, but over time, shaping and piecing together your story and this amazing masterpiece that he is creating. And it takes you sitting and dwelling upon who he is 
in what he did. And in that, you find that dependency upon who he is. You then return to him as your source. And as you do this, it is creating this amazing place of intimacy and connection through him revealing who he is and you pouring out who you are. Like, that's the good stuff, you know? Like, we want that in a marriage, right? Like, you want two people with hearts just exposed. Well, that's what God created as a design to reflect what he wants with you. So taking that time to truly dwell upon the truth of who he is, whether you do it through like looking at his names, knowing him as Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, and really studying that, or thinking about specifically at the cross, that moment of what he did or his lifetime, just really taking time to get to know him. He slowly, usually it's not dramatically, he slowly reveals himself as we sit and we tarry long in that place And that's where we find that inner healing within ourselves because we realize that we were worth it and we were so valuable to him. Lastly, as you sit in this place, I highly encourage you to journal what you see through scripture. When he speaks something to your heart, when there's those whispers as you're going through and there's these thoughts of wisdom that pop up, write them down. And some days there might be a lot of things, you know, that just really come up that are on your heart. Other times... It might be some time like, you know, you might just sit there and you're like, okay, like today, Lord, I'm here. I'm showing up. I'm faithful, but you're really not getting a lot of these truths. What I love to do is in those moments, go back and, you know, reread the last thing he spoke to your heart and stand on that until he shows you something new. Um, But you can do this even if it's not something that you feel like, like him speaking to your heart. Like as you read scripture, you can also write these things down. And this morning I was, um, I was just reading through, I'll give you an example of what I did this morning. Psalm 37, it says, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but as I read it, I wrote down the pieces of things that God was highlighting to me or the things that really impacted my heart. I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And Psalm 37, I wrote down, the Lord takes care of the godly. I will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. I will not be disgraced in hard times. In famine, I will have more than enough. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust in him and he will help you. So as I was kind of reading through, I wrote these things down. And as I really thought about these things, I wrote down prosperity, more than enough, even in famine, inheritance, safety, taken care of, he helps me and he will give me my heart's desires. And as I really sat and thought about these things, the thing I took out of all of it is that I am really safe and I'm taken care of. And no matter if there's famine in the land or anything, when I keep my heart upon him, like these are his promises for me. And today as I walk through today for the rest of the day, I won't remember all of these other parts and pieces, but I will reflect upon I'm really safe and taken care of. And that's something that as we grow and as we encounter more of who he is, and as we dwell upon what he has done for us, it's these truths that change us from the broken places, right? It's these truths that make us feel safe I know that for my inner healing, 
I need my nervous system to be healed. You know, like that's something that's really important. And as I dwell upon throughout today, no matter what comes my way, and I've got some things coming today, it's kind of scary. There's some scary things happening. I know that I am safe and taken care of. And what that does to heal my nervous system, it's powerful. And it's amazing and it's good. And this is just one piece of one moment of 20 minutes of my morning. Compile this day by day, month by month, and year by year. And I promise you that this will be the place where you find the healing that you're looking for. Now, I know I said the quickest way to inner healing, the more you spend in a day doing this, the quicker this will happen for you. If you spend 30 minutes once a week, you will get 30 minutes once a week of healing. If you spend two hours a day because you're ready to get this thing on, you're going to have, in a week, you're going to have a lot more progress than someone that is not spending as much time. And I will say, I do believe in therapy. 100% Christian therapy is amazing. I 100% promote it. However, you have the most amazing counselor sitting at your feet, waiting for you to sit at his feet on a daily basis. So with that being said, I truly hope and I truly pray that you tarry long at the foot of the cross today. And as you do so, you find that peace and that joy and that love that you were created for. And as we find all of these places of inner healing inside ourselves, we will be able to then go in turn and pour this out into the world around us and truly be empowered to love. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me today. God bless, and I will see you again next Thursday. As we conclude another episode of Empowered to Love, I hope that you've gained insights into faith, boundaries, and the transformative power of healthy relationships. The journey toward authentic love and self-discovery is ongoing, requiring reflection, taking steps, and a commitment to a Christ-centered identity. Apply today's wisdom to embrace the freedom, joy, and peace through a wholehearted love for God, for yourself, and for others. Join us in the next episode as we delve into unlocking the potential of love rooted in wholeness and guided by God's grace. Thank you for being part of the Empowered to Love community. Until next time, may your journey be filled with purpose, grace, and the transformative power of authentic love. This is Adrian Bender signing off from Empowered to Love. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and empowered by Christ.